0: Welcome to the Journey with Mpo podcast, a sacred space for healing, love, and rediscovering your life purpose. Introducing your host, Mpo. Hello, Journey with Mpo family. I would like to start off by sincerely apologizing for the technical errors in the episode we aired last week. Our guest was Jonathan Intrepid, and we made the hard decision to take the episode down since it had significant technical errors. In the foreseeable future, we are preparing ourselves to re-record an episode with him. We sincerely apologize. When I restructured the show, I had the intention to maintain consistency in not just the publishing schedule of the show, but in the content too. The regular format of the show includes a solo episode followed by an episode with a guest. However, this is yet another solo episode with me, and the OCD part in me was skeptical to even publish one. However, I remembered the words of a dear friend who said to me, I love listening to you openly share your thoughts. I would not mind a few more episodes with just you. Those words are half the motivation and reason for the decision to air this episode. The other half is this. The past couple of weeks have been emotionally, spiritually physically, and mentally taxing. With Firmicide on the Rise in South Africa, more stories of senselessly murdered black people in the USA coming to surface, my Hawaii-based South African friends moving to another continent, and battling with homesickness, my creativity took a hit. Hence, when my Eternal Sunshine app by Lander pushed a notification to my home screen, which read, come back home, come back to source, come back to you. I realized how everything that is happening was asking me to do the same thing, to go within, explore the balance within. There are things that will happen in our lives and the world, and they'll make us feel like our souls are being painfully pulled out from the tightest parts of our bodies. When this does happen, it is important to remember where you come from. Not the physical place, but from the standpoint of your grounding beliefs, creative adventures, the reason why you believe you exist, and your life purpose. For me, where I come from is poetry. The art that started this journey, concluded journeys before this one, and will continue to start many other journeys. Poetry is the home in me, the place, words I carry with me everywhere I go. There is poetry in everything, in the way our hearts beat, in our breath, in the trees and in the breeze, in the silence and the noise, the laughing and the crying, When was the last time I shared my poems with anyone? I can't remember, and it has been a while. So for the rest of this episode, we will jump into some never publicly recited poetry by me. We'll jump into some short ones, some unfinished ones, some old ones, some new ones. It's all poetry, my loves. (laughs) So grab a snack. And let's rock and roll. April 18th, 2016, around 1700. I sat on the beach watching the sunset. A few moments in the presence of a breathtaking sight, my heart ached a little. I realized as the sun sets in one place, so it rises in another place. I have done this before watched the sun set, and I have come to realize there are a lot of experiences in life which can be described as the sun setting, death, love, pain, and so much more. As the sun set on my side of the world only to rise on your side, I realized that the sun will always be somewhere. Perhaps its setting shouldn't cause heartache, but rather give hope. Whenever the sun sets, it rises elsewhere, so never gone, but always elsewhere. That is my prayer and wish for our love. Even though the sun may set sometimes, may it never be completely gone, and may it continue to rise with every morning. But pictures, pictures tell the story of moments that once existed. And perhaps memories never die, perhaps for each profound moment life stops for a lifetime. Yes, things may look different after a few days, months, and years, but time is a liar for the heart and mind know something that no hour, no minute, and no second ever comprehend. Trigger warning, this one is an oldie from the past. You made me beg for a basic human need. You made me think that love was something I needed to break my back for toil, and prove myself worthy of it, you made me beg until I could no longer recognize myself until every breath tasted like genuine self-hate. You found a woman, impregnated her, paid dowry to her family, and yet you have the audacity to pin me down, rip my clothes off, all because I threatened to walk away? But we both knew I wasn't going anywhere. stay on bended knees until the circles formed faces so what if I cried I'd already learned how to swallow the tears without tasting the salt and I could pray the guilt away besides we weren't cheating it was me you wanted to marry Me, who knew about all the other women. Me, who'd clean up your mess. Me, you'd call for the business ideas. Me, who knew everything about your scars. Me, who would pigeon fight for the crumbs you call love. Me, the girl who fell in love with you and the woman who didn't have the courage to breathe without you. I yearned for you and so every time a man smiled I treated it like an invitation perhaps I could find you in him perhaps his arms could feel like yours and maybe he wouldn't make me beg you made me beg until my prayers turned into a chance about how I can't live without you but then I learned that beggars can be choosers so I chose to leave (laughs) okay how you guys feeling that one was a lot (laughs) okay here's a short one and i just wish you had waited a little in the storm with me short one, (laughs) I used to be so afraid of the sound of my voice. Not anymore. End poem. I didn't know but my attempt to ink this paper would turn into you pouring out of my soul. I didn't know it would be you who would push the punchlines, metaphors, and similes. I had stopped chasing you when you began to fit into every pictured frame. I swear I wasn't chasing you when I thought about writing a poem. But my poetry proves people poetry and you were my first true love poem so I can't say I'm surprised to meet you here. I can't say I'm angry. I still know how to use these words to taste your lips. I can't say I'm unhappy. These words still know their way around your body. The pen and the hand know what the mind runs away from. They are true to the heart. I just hope When you hear this poem, you realize, I was trying to make love to you. The first time I experienced passion, it was surreal. It was like destiny had found a safe heaven in the purity of my innocence. I was enchanted with the dragonflies and the butterflies making a home in my stomach. It was the kind of reality Paris dreams are made of. Inevitable love. Compassion so raw I dropped my guard, all instincts neglected. I never felt the bleeding. How could I claim I was hurt from something tasting so beautiful yet painful? Forgiveness? Tainted love wants justice, love. Going with the flow will get you killed. Yes, the flow flows, but it may not flow to where you want to go, and that's the problem with going with the flow. End poem. (laughs) For Shelby, every bottle of vodka has your face on it. Every time I try to drink, I am reminded of your death and how it is impossible to drink my sorrows away. End poem. I miss you, they say. Like, it's been a while since we have set eyes on you. When will we see you again? I miss you, they say. And I can't help but wonder, does it mean more than it being more than just wanting to see me? Because for me, missing someone is realizing a part of me is missing and coaching my breath to take it easy all the while feeling my lungs squeezing my body for oxygen missing someone is not knowing when you'll see them again so you beg your mind to preserve memories of you and them you run in and out of the tunnels of your heart empty the sweetness from your voice so each syllable sounds like a choked up whisper of their name i miss you but i just spent the last few hours with you i miss you because something about us Renews my hope, end poem. I am still hoping that this planet still has a place for a fool like me, willing to let a thief like you rob me of everything, including myself. End poem. My call history is a war zone filled with moments I loaded the gun and pulled the trigger on my desire to hear your voice. And it is also evidence on your willingness to let me die. My call history is me begging over repeated ringing that you at least answer. Give me a taste of your worthless love. Our message history is a cemetery with headstones detailing all the times I died with hands stretching out and reaching for you. And they wonder why I am a ghost, why spirit has abandoned my body in chase of your unholy, why these bones have dried from thirsting for you. I have bloody lips for every time I have had to kill myself over needing you. So damn much and The Curse May you only have daughters and may their lives carry the weight of every heartbreak you have caused women. May men use them in the same way You have used women, end poem. We have been silent, playing small for the comfort of egos backed up by confidence so thin my bra strap does better. Queens, this is a mantra, (laughs) end poem. The Diary of an Empath. The love in my heart is a cemetery filled with the graves of broken men. Drug addicts and drunks, ugly beasts who stole the keys to my heart, womanizers with heartbreak motels for homes, they call themselves smooth operators. Foolish was I to believe loving broken things could heal the world. End poem. Attempt at a real love poem. You are the hammer to all the walls I have built around my heart. The bricklayer to the bridge I've been meaning to cross. You are the lingering sound of music long after the tune has stopped playing and the party no one wants to leave, the Kool-Aid my body has been thirsting for, the soul food my soul needs. You. Are the rainbow who lets letting the rain go feel like kissing the sun glow? You are the soft breeze, morning dew, heaven's open gates, the holy in search of my only. I could write poems about you all day long. But whenever we're together, our souls are writing an anthology. End poem. I hope you guys are doing good. <laughs> it feels so weird not having an audience and just performing over the mic, but I, I'm com- i I'm becoming alive the more I do this, though. So. <laughs> this is the last poem. We have made it to the end. And I recently wrote this one. My hair. In my culture, the Basutu culture, When an immediate family member passes away, as an outward symbol of the deep sadness and a physical reminder of the loss, we cut our hair. The hair represents the time spent with the loved one, which is over and gone, and the new growth is the afterlife. No one in my immediate family has recently passed on. In the Sepedi culture, When a woman gets married, to symbolize the ending of one life chapter, singlehood, and the beginning of a new chapter, marriage life, the woman cuts her hair. I got married two years ago, so this is not why I cut my hair. My mother believes, like Samson, we African people preserve our divine energy in our hair. It's where our power, wisdom, and ancestral connection is thickened, coiled, and expressed. Though I agree with my mother, I have been meaning to cut my hair, and she has been pleading with me. I recently started struggling with dandruff, and as someone who is always in search of the spiritual meaning behind everything, I started reading up on what it means to have dandruff. Apparently dandruff indicates the individual is experiencing a feeling of separation or communication difficulties and that her ideas are not compatible with those of her partner or someone else. On a clinical level, dandruff is caused by dry or inflamed oily skin, diet, irregular shampooing, fungal multiplication, hair products, diseases, and climatic conditions. On June 7th, At 2.30 in the morning, I arose from my sleep. Now that in itself is not rare. The Angel Numbers and I have been doing this dance for a couple of years now. But after missing a Black Lives Matter march the day before because I had to work, and that in itself was a protest, lost income keeps the racists financially ahead. I digress. This is about my hair, about how the Tuesday before the march I wanted out of life, this comedy show, this nobody is laughing, so everyone is getting coffined up, so we are coughing up, all the lies they tried to shove down our throats. It's corona season. It's about how waking up at 2 a.m. and vigorously scratching my scalp, I realized the roots are rotten. So treating the leaves won't stop the poison that has affected the branches. It was never a war between my hair and dandruff, but a war between my femininity, with how in places where I once planted myself, parts of me have died a war with how the magazines, televisions, beauty products, and beauty itself didn't look like me until a girl from my hometown won Miss Universe 2019 with a haircut that was two dollars. This poem is about how my hair, like my body, has been fighting for the right to freely exist, to defy gravity. Amidst office policies, shaming it into hiding, under braids, head wraps, anything but natural. Nappy hair we don't want to see. My scalp is a former cream relaxer war zone. My curls, like my curves, are so thick they have to give up being straight. My hair is so tired of running from men who thinks it looks better in a weave, wig, anything but this. So I shaved it off. I'm sorry, mama. I definitely had energy, but not the good kind. I needed to cleanse, to let the poisoned roots die, to live on the other side of my fear. So this is my hairless head. Natural, uncovered, healing, and profoundly black. sometimes not as often as I want to but I have been writing and so I hope you enjoyed the mini poetry session please do not hesitate to show me love by providing feedback on the episode via social media or email see the episode notes for details and if you really love the show let the world know by rating and reviewing subscribing or following on your listening platform Thank you for continuously supporting this journey. You are the motivation and the inspiration. Many people have shared the same sentiments about it being a rough couple of weeks. So if you are listening to this and it has been a rough time for you, I would like to remind you, come back home. Come back to source. Come back to you. Until then JWM family Maholukwe Kiotaba Rebuile Aloha.